Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. As you can clearly see, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, there is a banner that says that behind these two lovely men. Mm. Can I say that? Lovely Lovely. men. I like that. All right, good. Well... Welcome. If you're listening on any of the social media platforms or what do you call those po- podcast, podcast platforms, platforms. Yeah. we are glad that you have joined us and we're glad that you make uh, part of your day with us. Welcome. And uh, we're glad to have you. So um, I was thinking about something this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was dangerous. thinking uh, th- it is dangerous. Smoke probably came out of my ears. Um <laughs> I was thinking about doing some work um, under the house, and I thought, mm-hmm. you know what? That's overrated. It is overrated. <laughs> and uh, so it didn't get done. Yeah. Um, and so it still needs to be done. But You were too big to be underneath the house. Well, crawl spaces are not built for me. No. <laughs> not, there's very few of them that are built for me. Um, yes. And so if you can relate to that, I, I certainly empathize with you. But we were talking about overrated and underrated things. Yeah. And that's going to be kind of what we're talking about today. So I'm glad that you've joined us. And um, I think what we need to do really is put a kind of a scale on this. Because when you put a rating on something, mm-hmm. don't you have to give it something that's quantifiable? Right. You could. Um, so if if it's overrated, does that mean it's it gets a certain number, like a 10, when it should get a two or, or a five or, six or five? Or even, Will that yeah. help us today? Could, we could yeah. try that yeah. for a while. We'll try it until it doesn't work. Right. <laughs> okay. You know what is overrated is moving. Moving is overrated. Moving you are correct. sucks, dudes. The only thing worse than moving is helping someone else move their stuff. <laughs> I know. This it's is the only thing worse. Which is why I was too stubborn to ask any of y'all for help. That's a true friend. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Greatly. Yeah. Uh, man, me and my wife moved houses this weekend, and it was miserable. Like, I'm still fighting the allergies from kicking up all the dust from, like, mm. cleaning out the attic and the garage. And Typhoid Joe is back. <laughs> I'm back, baby, <laughs> with my snot rag. Yeah, that's that is. fantastically. Oh, you're welcome for that visual. No, it's man, it's rough. Mm. It's rough. But I was very glad to be able to access my functional strength because I lifted everything by myself. Yeah, you said you were kind of sore after all that. Oh, my gosh, man. Just, uh, you know. I literally had I was I had myself and two floor dollies and uh, a hand truck and I did it all by myself. What are those uh, squats rough. where you put your arms out and hold the bar? What yeah, are those the called? Zercher squats? Zercher, Zercher squats. Yeah. He Talked did a about bunch those of a those. Weeks ago, I know. I did a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. that's what moving is. Is just that's one big. One and that's why that exercise is underrated. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> look at you. Oh, look at that. Jumping right into it. That's right. Yeah. But no, I, every time I see someone when I'm driving down the road and I see a trailer full of stuff. I'm just like, oh, those poor people are in the process of moving. I'm so glad I'm not them right now. Yes. I yeah. get thankful yeah. all over again that I'm not Absolutely. moving. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. At least it was only like a mile and a half down the road, so. That's we barely moving. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We well. shifted directions a little bit. <laughs> 
You haven't really moved till you've gone all the way across the state. Yeah, oh, gosh. Because yeah. then you have you to worry that. about tying things down mm-hmm. and making sure they're going to last the right. trip. Right. Um, and so I'm always amazed at people whenever there's stuff that's just, it looks like it's just kind of piled in there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is going to, I'm not riding behind you very long. Right. <laughs> if I can yeah. get around you, I'm going around right. you. What's that scary movie? Uh, Final Destination. Oh, yes. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where the yeah. pipes come undone. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. The, that movie has made me anxious my entire life. Really? Like yeah. I'm just like, look at something. I'm like, okay, how can this light kill me right now? <laughs> yeah. You guys think of some things that I never think of. So I'm glad, I'm glad to have you as part of my life. <laughs> um, Count that as lucky. That's right. Um, so exercises in the gym that kind of get a good reputation, maybe they shouldn't get a good reputation. Yeah. What are some of those things yeah let's want, talk about that yeah i want to be clear that we're not ever we're like i've said before we're not going to call these exercises bad that's right any exercise is great awesome do it but what we are going to say is people that do this and only do this should probably put that on a, a lower level and co- replace that exercise with maybe something that's going to be more beneficial or produce faster better results okay so that's so, kind of where my mind is or you're doing just doing something wrong. Yeah, so core exercises is my is my favorite one to talk to talk about. Mm-hmm. When I talk about overrated exercises, and what I'm talking about that is like sit-ups, leg raises, flutter kicks, scissor kicks, bicycle crunches, stuff like that are very overrated because most people just do them wrong, honestly. Mm-hmm. But the military does them, don't they? They do. They do do them. They do do. And I would them. say I would say they're still useful and they have their place. But yeah. what what I see a lot of times is people will come in and say I want to lose weight, and when they say that, I want to do, lose weight, and they they could do a hundred sit ups, oh, thinking absolutely. that that's going to be able to do yes. what they want. Um, but also to your point, it's not even the best core exercises. It's only no. hitting it's only hitting a small amount of the out of the abs, and like you were saying before. It's more of a, a hip exercise, yeah. Know, hip hinge, hip hip flexors. So, yeah. like, if you think about somebody doing like a leg raise or a flutter kick, that is almost all hip flexors mm-hmm. doing that movement. Not doing, you're not using very much of your abdominal uh, abdominals at all. Um, and then, like, exactly great point you said a while ago is the spot reduction. I'll never forget. <laughs> literally, my in my first level college uh, kinesiology class, I think I was like a sophomore. Day one, we go in there, big letters, professor wrote, there is no such thing as spot reduction. And so what does that mean? You cannot choose where your body loses the fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, like our ab crunch machine at the wellness center is one of the most used machines because people go on there and like, okay, I got to lose this belly fat. I'm just going to go use this ab crunch yeah. over and over and over and over until I lose a fat. And you I'm, should just take that machine out of the gym for, I would for a week that. I would and just see that. what people say. See what yeah. <laughs> That's what drives our sales. We can't take that thing out of there. <laughs> we need right. more of them, right. actually. Right. <laughs> need a whole class of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but how often do you hear that, too, though? It's like, yeah, what do I need to do to lose fat right here in my arms? You know, every single flabby. day I need to do lose fat right here. Yeah. It's just every single yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. The, the older women will come in and, and they'll jiggle their, uh, their little bat wing, what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they'll say, how do I, I need to lose this fat. I was like, and I'll just say, you got a scalpel or a knife or something like that. <laughs> just cut it off. Um, and I'll tell them like, 
we can try to build up the biceps and build up the triceps, but there's nothing we can do to target fat in that area. Mm-hmm. It's just all genetic. So. See, as you can be brutally honest sometimes, but you have to have the right motivation behind it, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah. okay. That's a good point. Yeah. So in while while you're if you're going to do these exercises, what you need to do like a, a sit up or a crunch, what you need to do is deactivate your hip flexors so that that movement is not hip flexor driven. Mm-hmm. And so what I can what I like to do on these is uh, get on the bench and prop up your feet like on a uh, get on the, the floor and prop up your feet on like a bench or something like that to where you're kind of laying and your feet are up, your hip flexors are deactivated. And then you can actually start working on a crunch where you're actually pulling your trunk up with your abdominals, not using that lower half of yep. the hip flexors. Okay. Yeah. I go I remember um early on in my working out days, I guess our head athletic trainer was talking us through how to do a crunch. Yeah. And it was more of an isometric hold yeah. than it was a movement. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that really helped, you know, strengthen my core through that time of my life because we did a lot of them. Yeah. And um, it was the whole idea of let me pull you to the floor instead of pick you up off the, mm-hmm. towards the Great. ceiling. Yeah. Is that, a, is that still a fair assessment mm-hmm. of that movement? Yeah. yeah certainly. The okay. way I explain that is like, you're going to crunch yourself up and hold it. And then when you're going back down, I want you to go back down one vertebrae at a time as you go back down. That's just going to slow down the movement and just really roll it out. Get that muscle activation. Yeah. So yeah. my favorite is the uh, weighted um, um, leg raise. Leg raises. Yeah. 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 I couldn't, I'm blanked out. But uh, I, what I like to do, too, is I put ankle weights on mm-hmm. and I can bring my knees all the way up. And that's Partly that's where that's the, gonna the be hip that's going to be the hip. Yeah. But after you raise your your knees to ninety degrees, then you squeeze exactly. those knees to your to your chest, and, exactly. and you'll you'll feel it real quick. That oh, these are muscles that I haven't yeah. been using. Yeah, a lot of time, pe- a lot of times, people will go in there with an ego and they'll load it up. But all they're doing is doing that hip extension, yeah, or hip flexion, and they're not rolling their abs up, mm-hmm. and and you're completely avoiding and not doing the ab exercise. It's just a hip hip flexion exercise. Right. Which is good. It has its place. Like yeah, you sure. Said, but Hips you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there's something to be said about strengthening our hip flexors. Yeah. Because most of us sit in a, a hip flex position at a desk or in a car driving or whatever. And so our hip flexors are tight, but that doesn't mean they're always going to be strong. There's a difference between tightness and strength. So uh, I've learned that this year, strengthening my hip flexors rather than just focusing on uh, avoiding them since I thought they were overactive. It's helped my squat a lot by strengthening my hip flexors. I can't breathe today, guys. I'm telling I see you. that. Yeah, he's walking up the stairs while I go. He's out of breath. We got to get you some oxygen. Or something. <laughs> I'm going to need a lot. Yeah, get the tank with me. Oh, I just can't breathe out of my nose. I do I, I appreciate you saying that because I've started to do, like with a band or something, just step on one side of it and pull my hip, yes. my, mm-hmm. my foot up, and do that on each side um, before I do my squats. Mm-hmm. And um, it's helpful, yeah. yeah. And it it really does help. So I'm glad you said that. Um, before you move on to the next one, uh, planks are also another one that pe- most people do wrong. That they should that uh, once again it it will if you do that pelvic uh, mm-hmm. external uh, what is it? Uh, pelvic tilt anterior and, tilt into your mm-hmm. tilt. It's going to activate the hip flexors. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel that tightness in the low back, and your abs aren't going to be worked. So what you need to do is rotate your pelvis forward, suck your tailbone in, and then it's going to be an ab exercise when you're planking rather than the hip flexor one. Oh, those planks can be terrible too. They are. 
timed planks yep. are, are just is there any other way to do a plank it other slows than a, down time doesn't than it? a timed <laughs> plank i mean you can you can rep you can do like shoulder taps where you're oh, yeah. kind of doing the, yeah. the unilateral uh, stuff but or side planks but right i think getting one of those boards where you have a game in it would help those are fun my mom <laughs> got know? one of those they're yeah, a lot I've of fun those. yeah what's another one of your favorite core exercises um front squats I know, I know I'm jumping. Okay. Maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit. No, this bit, is fine. But, but one of the main things I like complex compound movements. Yeah. And I, um, I don't really do a whole lot of say bodybuilding where I target individual muscle bellies. Right. I like my body to work as a unit. I think I just yeah. address that from an athletics point of, of course. view. Um, same thing for um, deadlift. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, it's a core exercise Absolutely. as much as as much as it's anything. Right. Um, but I'm, as far as working my core. I really like those type of movements, um, but if if you're being specific and and want to hit directly the core, I like rotational strength stuff. Yes. So um, cable axe choppers and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. You can you can destroy your abs with with just that. Yeah, the landmine is really really good for rotational one. strength mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, so good, uh, and it's just gonna kill your core. Okay, so I actually a couple of weeks ago chopped some wood. You did with an actual literally. Axe. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And uh, I realized about an hour into it that I was starting to get tired. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. My accuracy was diminishing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is never safe. Never safe with an axe. But uh, I also realized I'm going to have really good abs on, or really good Obliques. core strength on one side of my body and not the other <laughs> yeah. because I can't do it left-handed. Can't switch the hands. Right. Yeah, yeah, so cable axe chopping is much safer and much more effective. Right. right. It's important to think of your core as not just your abdominals too. Mm -hmm. Right. There's so many. I mean, you got to think about your your lats are a huge part of your core because, yep. like we've talked about before, the purpose of the core is to maintain trunk stability, and that's so much more than just these front abs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or and the ab, as as Adam likes to call. I it. like to call it the ab. The yeah. ab. It's easier yeah. to maintain. It's just <laughs> yeah, one. it's just the one. <laughs> But yeah, and what's cool too about those cable choppers is for a fighter, you can actually start to incorporate, you know, squishing the bug with the foot and really start to activate the hips too yeah. for that rotational, for yeah. the punching and everything else. Um, it really translates well to our sport. Yeah. Every athlete needs to be doing rotational yeah, strength for sure. Or even anti-rotational. You, you need oh, to yeah. mix it both. Oh, uh, yeah. Really, really good. Okay. So I'm going to throw this one in there. It's not even on our list, but I've seen it a couple of times now um, scrolling through social media. Right. Um, there there's this push for doing like holds, like you load the bar up for bench press mm -hmm. and then you just unrack it and hold it. Mm. Is that useful? Is that nobody cares? Is that yeah. actually going to build your strength? So because are, there, you're, are their elbows locked out? Yeah. They, they just unrack it and they hold it. Yeah. So uh -huh. I mean, it's, can, a, it's a stabilization, isometric type exercise. There will be some benefit to it, um, but it's just kind of, I would, it would be fun to do every once in a while. So that leads leads us to one of these things. Hey, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but no. I just saw your uh, low battery on your laptop just pull up. Is it going to yeah. die on us? <laughs> that would be good. Well, if I do not plug it yeah, in, see, and that would <laughs> cut us off midway. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I see that every once in a while too, but it's just uh, it's uh, isometric, but it's just okay. a fun tool to use. I thought I, I thought about trying it, but then I probably thought. Maybe my arms will get tired, yeah. and well, I'll just uh, maybe. drop it on my face. <laughs> I've talked, I've talked about this concept before: the post-activation mm -hmm. potentiation. So that's something you could use it as: is mm -hmm. just load it up. Maybe you may not even be able to press it, but load it up to where you're gonna 
really maximize the CNS and then take some weight off and then you can rep it out. That's probably what they're doing because so. nobody is going to rep out what they're putting on. Well, right. few, very few people in the right. world would be able to rep out, you know, consistently hmm. what they're doing. Yeah. That's interesting. I haven't seen that. Okay. I would think if you're going to work stability and stuff, as far as a therapy um, exercise that I do is I'll put a single dumbbell in people's hands and have them outstretch their arm and lock it out. And then they do small circle yeah, rotations. Oh. And man, it, it definitely works those shoulder stability muscles. Yeah. I hated that when yeah. I did my, that was one of the first exercises I did, not with a weight, but just with a ball uh-huh. on the wall. On the oh, wall, yeah. yep, yep. Oh my gosh. After shoulder surgery, it was the most brutal thing that I'd been mm-hmm. through in a long time. I've had so many patients threaten to pop my ball. They're like, I'm bringing my pocket knife and I am popping <laughs> that little ball. It's amazing. Those little bitty shoulder muscles that oh, man. they can burn and hurt so yeah. bad. Yeah, especially after being surgically repaired. Right. Um, so we talked about this hold technique for bench press. What about the bench press itself? Is that overrated or underrated? Mm. See, uh, it's it's mixed out there. I, uh, man, I don't I don't really know where I where I stand with it because I do it every single week. Okay. Um, but I think it's also most people just put it too high on the list of importance because there are so many ways so many better ways to test your upper body strength rather than just a, a traditional bench press yeah um i i like to power lift so to me it's part of my exactly. it's part of the big yeah. three so right. um to me it's part of the core however i will also say as a therapist um who works with athletes primarily the people that tell me that their shoulder hurts they're also heavy benchers mm-hmm. and their form is is wrong or um, just wear and tear over constantly doing the bench press all the yeah. time um, I would say it, I would say it's overrated by the uh, high school athletes right the, right the and the bros school, and the yeah and the bros and all that um, because a lot of the bodybuilders that you talk to when they're style lifting they don't even do bench yeah. you know you ask them how she bench press they're like I don't know yeah yeah, yeah. okay and, and I think like the incline press and even the overhead press are probably a little bit, they trans transferred a more functional movement a little bit better than the flat bench press. And so that's just why I kind of think it's a little bit overrated. Right. Well, you think about what you're, when you're actually pushing something, how you are actually going to push it away from you. Right. A lot of times if you're put, let's say your car breaks down, you're pushing your car, what are you going to be using your legs? Uh-huh. I mean, you're not going to be pushing it like this, Yeah. Right? you know? Um, however, the incline bench is way more functional because you're going to be pushing something above your head. Right. Uh, to me, as far as a functionality lift, mm-hmm. that makes more sense. For sure. Like as an offensive lineman, that's what I was. And so I'm pushing, I'm, you know, stepping off the ball from a lowered position, pushing up and trying mm-hmm. to get that defensive lineman to stand, did his leg stand up so I can have leverage on him. And that's so an incline press or an overhead press is going to transfer to that better than just a regular chest press. Right. <laughs> to your point, though, for fighting, bench press is a great movement, especially in a grappling standpoint where you're having to push someone away from you to be able to create space to, right. you know, land a submission or whatever. Right. Now that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Just, but functionally in the every, most people's jobs do not require that movement. Correct. Yeah. And but, I, I think a lot of functional trainers would tell you that. But you think about most people's jobs in general don't require mo- a lot of the moves that we do in the gym. Sure. So yeah. why don't we yeah. just put together a, you know, like an oil field room or a, <laughs> you know, a fighting Good. room. And then you just go through those functional moves. Right. Um, we'll put a desk and a computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say it's That's funny. It's, it's goes back to, it's nice to have it and not need it, but you don't want to need it and not have it. Very yeah, true. Exactly. Right. I mean, you don't want to be in a position where you need that strength and it's not there. 
Okay. I love that gym concept. Let's just build a massive warehouse and like every yeah. corner of it is a different like blue collar. Functional tra- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it. This Dude. is the plumber's corner. Get yeah, out. yeah, yeah. The mechanic. You got to crawl underneath his car. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Turn some wrenches. You know what else is not built for me? I, I know a guy that is like as tall as I am mm. and broad, like, you know, broad, short, big guy. He's probably 6'5 and probably weighs close to 300 pounds. Boy. He is a boat mechanic. Yeah. Oh, and I, every time I see him, I'm like, <laughs> nothing about this job is built for you. Right. Because you got to, if you've ever worked on a boat, you got to stand on your head sometimes mm-hmm. just to get right. to stuff, not right. much less work on it. And I'm like, come on. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He says, I, I've started to hire some guys out that are built for the job. Right. So it's exciting stuff. So before we get too far along, um, you were talking about wanting to rate these these exercises okay. on a scale, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, see, we sure did. So let's let's start out with bench press. Where do yeah. you where do you think that is rated? I would, I would give it a seven. A seven. Yeah. And what is the optimal score? Ten? Is yeah, that, we'll go okay, on a, seven out of ten, we'll ten. for yeah, bench. Yeah. For for me being a, being an athlete specifically in fighting, I'm going to say it's pretty high up there. I'm going to say yeah. it's an um, eight and a half. Okay. I'll go one under Joe and say six. There you six. go. Okay. Well, there you have it, peeps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bench press uh, for pastors. So, (laughs) so instead of going, we talked about a bunch of core ones. What would be of the core exercises? What would be a ten for you guys? And what would be the lowest one? Rotational strength, wood choppers for sure. Wood choppers for ten. Yeah, that's one that I have literally every single client do. Mm -hmm. There's not a person that comes to me that doesn't do wood chops. I need to do some wood chopping. You do. I do. do. Um, But core is at the end of my workout, and I'm always out of time. So. I know. I always skip. We need to start with that. <laughs> yeah, start. if you're going to if you're going to skip one, that's typically the one I skip. But it's mostly because all my other lifts incorporate right. the core. My core to shot. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So maybe we should put that at the beginning and activate it, and then tire. But then, but then your other lifts will. will yeah, because then you'll be fatigued for fatigued. the other complex. It doesn't lifts. matter. You'll 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 adapt. <laughs> your body is a machine. That's true. It will adapt. So where do you find sit ups then? Uh, sit ups done correctly are probably a six okay sit-ups done un- incorrectly are probably a two yeah okay yeah. i'm gonna go with uh man the older i get the more i realize my core is critical i'm gonna go with seven on yeah an actually a well done sit-up. sit-up well like you said the military does it i'm with you i think it's a seven or eight yeah. okay mean, it's, it's a simple exercise that gets the job done yeah you know but i was <laughs> i know i know <laughs> really i don't like them all right. Um, so Joe doesn't like sit-ups. Um, he just doesn't like getting in the floor. It's hard to get up, man. <laughs> it's hard to this, get up. This body is hard to get up off the floor. Man, don't tell me. Speaking of that. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about some good Burpees yes, are sir. overrated. Yes, getting sir. up off the floor. <laughs> get out of here, burpees. No, you fighters, I know you guys love that because wow. it's functional oh, about man. getting knocked down, getting back up again. You talk about a I sprawl. Can get that. Sprawling on a takedown and getting back to your feet ready to go. Yeah. you got to practice that. I burp, can get that. Burpee does it, especially you add a burpee and then come back to your feet and throw a one-two combination, back yeah. down, come back up, throw a two-three-two, go back down. You can. That sounds oh, terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Man, you just put me in the floor after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My goodness. But I think for general pop, uh, all they're good for is just conditioning, getting your heart rate up. But you can That's also that. get that same effect from getting on uh, the treadmill, doing some sprints or doing some sprints on the bike or something like that or the rower it's just not necessary to me yeah 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 well i think a lot of times people they hate burpees because every uh everybody who's ever designed a program it's always in there yeah it's like the go-to for body weight exercise yeah trainers 
there will be a crappy trainer out there who has nothing who has no idea about programming and they'll just like throw a bunch of exercises together and then at the end they'll make their client do 10 burpees yep. and then because they're so exhausted they're like oh that was the best workout. That's a great workout. Oh, man yeah even though the the whole 45 minutes prior to those burpees was I gotta stop doing that. There's that noise again. I don't know. <laughs> Typhoid Joe. Yeah, yeah. I if he can't breathe, so. he just makes sound effects. <laughs> Have you ever done uh, weighted get ups? Oh uh, yes. Uh, I mean, like Turkish get ups. Yeah, yeah. Turkish get ups. Yeah, just like kettlebell. Uh -huh. mm, yeah, it's good. That's one of the underrated ones. Yeah, I would that say that is extremely functional. I would say. But yeah. once again, it's. If you don't have coaching, you're probably doing it wrong. Mm, that's or true. Just watch watch a good YouTube video and learn from there. Watch your form. Okay, good. So, burpees we rate at a. Tyson rates them. I, I, depends on how you use them. I think if they're programmed well, I think they definitely fall into a good seven. Okay. Yeah. I'll give them a four. <laughs> I will. I will go with. Uh, I don't know. Two for me. Yes, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are anti cardio anyway. Uh, yeah, well, it shows. It does show. It does show. <laughs> I'll take that. It does uh, show. Now, as far as underrated exercises, um, I think one thing that's definitely underrated is just body weight exercises in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For you know, sure. and I know as, as gym goers and, and uh, people who love being in the gym, you know, body weight's just kind of like, yeah, but there's so much better options. But right. for some people, that's their only option. For sure. And, uh, man, go look at Bruce Lee. Go look at our military. Like, you can get in oh, a lot sure. of shape. Absolutely. You can get really good shape with just body weight exercises. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I think that's what I will uh, request in my next workout is just a body weight program. Program. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. A body weight program. Coming right at you. Uh-huh. Joe's going to do it. Lots of burpees. That's, yeah. you know. <laughs> Ten, so, just... can you do a burpee slowly and in in minute? Minimize the risk, but maximize the reward. Uh, I, I think, think it, I think you lose a lot of yeah. the point of the burpee. Same to get the cardio out of it. Yeah, yeah. At that point, might as well just do push-ups. Okay, yeah. is that yeah. overrated or underrated exercise? A push-up. Push-ups are probably underrated. Underrated. Un yeah. In fact, I love doing like if I'm doing a, a hard push exercise workout. You know, lots of bench press, overhead press, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. A lot. I like to finish up my workout. Yeah, they're with, good with finishers. Burnout. Yeah. push-ups you get that last bit of squeeze out of that muscle yeah yeah because you just because you're you it's safe to do it there yeah yeah That's yeah because if you fail you just fall on the ground nothing right nothing then you have to you. get up again yeah then you, gotta, well, you can <laughs> you roll over at that bit. point <laughs> what are some of uh your most favorite underrated leg exercises underrated leg exercises wow. no, i'm sorry no overrated leg exercises okay <laughs> overrated Overrated leg exercises. Let me think about that just for a moment. So my number one is the leg extension machine. I was gonna say adduction, abduction. Yes. Yeah, that's that's underused. Now, yeah. Well, okay. So let me preface that with if I'm gonna go through the, I don't know what is it called, like the routine of setting it up on the cables on oh, the pulleys. Right. Right. Then I actually feel better about it mm -hmm. than actually jumping on a machine, which we right. do not even we have. We don't have one gym. out here, but. But I, I know that's one of those machines that it's kind of like the sit-up machine. You know, mm -hmm. everybody gets on there. They're yep. like, "This is what I've got to do." Yeah. Because it makes a good Instagram video. Um, and it's probably underutilized for males. You know, mm -hmm. we should be doing some more of it, but it's <laughs> underrated or it's overrated. I think, in general. I think that's a good good take that's, on that's, it. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, because like Instagram made the abductor 
adductor uh, machine, which it's kind of inappropriate. Whatever, it's our podcast. <laughs> well, no, we it's called. Most people in the gym industry call it the good girl, bad girl machine. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, say what you will about it, but uh, it, Instagram really popularized it because you'd have all these Instagram models or whatever get on there, and they'll like stand up on it. They're like not sitting down in the <laughs> seat, and then just you know you can use your imagination but <laughs> get those then, views yeah it gets views that's for sure uh, and it sells but it is uh overrated because there are so many other ways that you should work your glutes rather than the i just don't think we should, uh unless you have some sort of imbalance or something like that so if you're going to do the flip side of that what is the best way to work glutes because so. that machine is that that's really what it's working right yeah glute meads and uh, you know your adductors and your abductors mm-hmm. uh I think like a Cossack squat is extremely beneficial for abductors and adductors. I'm unfamiliar with which that term. Which is uh, it's basically uh, a side lunge, ah, but okay. you're you're holding weight in front of you, and you stay in a split position. So you just go you you do a, a lunge to the left side, and then you go to the right side. Um, it's so you're not like stepping out and doing lunges, but at the same time, side lunges are very beneficial for that. So too. when you when you put multi-planar lunges into my workout yes. program, I want to hit you. I know you hate those. Everybody that I program those for hate. I hate them. Any any kind of lunge with weight on it is, is <laughs> it miserable. It sucks. It sucks. Lunges suck. Um, but you know, most people skip leg day. So I'm gonna say any any and all leg exercises That's is underrated true. because. How many people are going like, uh, you know, it's Friday, yeah. it's not my squat day, but I'm, not, I'm just really not feeling, feeling that gym. I'll go back to bench press. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. in bias today. <laughs> no, I, I saw something the other day. It, was, it said, like, the reason most people hate leg exercise is because you do it zero to one time a week. If you start doing it more than once a week, you're you're able to handle it a lot better. I told you all my secret, didn't I? What I do to – I used to I hate squats. Remember. I used to hate them. And every time I go up to the bar, even today, I go up to the bar and I, I grab that bar and I say, I love squats. I can't oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. And I load it up and let's go. That's good. And now it's true. I do like squats. Yeah. I'm starting to enjoy them now that I'm starting to get a little bit better at them. Nailed down the form a little bit better. Yeah. He put up three plates today. He sure did in our presence. And then some. And, and then, then some. Yeah. There were some change plates on there too. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I was excited about that. And then he immediately got mad at himself. I because know. there's 125 pound <laughs> girls out there that can do that weight. He started comparing himself. Yeah, I mean, killed his joy. Comparing myself to a 125 year, uh, 125 pound high school girl, I think that's fair. Yeah, well, still comparison. I know. Still killed your joy. I did. I did. <laughs> I killed my joy. I was I was happy for you, and then he told me that. Oh, gosh, <laughs> those are some strong girls. I know. Right? 125 pounds, putting up six something like yeah, 650. 600 pounds. God, the state, dude. the Texas state record. Isn't that crazy? No. That's a state record. That's one person yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> I know. that owns that's that title. One anomaly. <laughs> and I don't want to meet her. Right? Yeah. yeah. She probably uh, listens. So the leg extension is one that I see that is overdone. Um, and even therapists, like, I've talked to Tim a lot about it. He's the, A lot of them are just not fans on it of it because of the stress it puts on the patellar tendon. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's hard on the knee. Yeah. Um, but there, there are some like. Have you ever done a sissy squat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sissy squats. Look them up if you don't know what that is. It's a really, really good uh, quad dominant uh, exercise. Or doing elevated heel goblet squats. That's going to help target your quads a little bit better. I love goblet squats. Mm-hmm, me too. So we would do short arc quads for yeah. therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and yeah. that to me is better than leg extension. Same right. principle, just with a, a you know. A, a ball or a 
pillow right. or something underneath the knee to mm-hmm. support the knee. Yeah. And so it's a shorter arc and it's a shorter movement, but it still it still maximizes the the VMO. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, is good. or the the quad and the fastest medialis oblique. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ways to work the quad too is in the pool. Because mm-hmm. I'll just do my kicks, my roundhouse kicks and stuff like that. And you can get that full explosive oh, movement yeah. with the resistance of the water. That's good. I like that. Uh, it works. It, it'll burn out your quads pretty quick. That may be the only way I can do martial arts is in the pool. <laughs> so I don't fall down every yeah. time I try something. <laughs> One day I'm going to I'm gonna trick both of y'all to show up to the gym. One right. day. Right. Another another one that I don't like is those, uh, the... Uh, like donkey kickbacks, mm, I think I they're like I think they're overdone. They're a fan. And like I wanted to be clear on all of these leg exercises we're talking about, they're fine as long as you're actually doing the hard movements, the complex movements like real squats, like right. barbell squats or heavy heavy kettlebell squats. If you're doing those, you can you can work on the accessory stuff at later. But if you're if you're avoiding the hard complex squats and only doing these accessory type things, that's when they're overrated i was proud to see you do a low bark squat today too i know I i'm proud I'm, of you i've been adopting the starting strength I'm way of, of life yeah yeah yep. it's showing yeah i'm getting stronger yeah dude it, i mean it's true and i haven't had this good of squat mm-hmm. ever i don't think yeah yeah so. i much prefer the low bar yeah for sure well um let's talk about so you so we went over lower body stuff um i see one of the other things that you have on here is walking Yes. And one thing that I can say about that is that is my favorite way for active recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you're sore, your legs hurt, everything's just sore and beat up. I love to take my dog on a walk. Right. And it's just the best way for me to continue moving. And it's a great, a great way to recover, in my opinion. So in, in my opinion, it's underrated in a recovery standpoint. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's underrated, period. Mm-hmm. Like even for weight loss. Sure. If, if, if you can focus like, you know, the, the Fitbit craze is of you know getting your steps in it's a big deal if you if you're consistently getting in 10 to 15,000 steps a day your body that's active enough mm-hmm. that you're you're going to start seeing some weight go down as long as you're not eating like crap obviously well it's a great way to get started into working out in general yeah you know so often people say well i don't even know where to start right i'll just start walking right everybody Absolutely. you know yeah and what i would say about walking is i agree with you guys it's underrated but what is overrated about walking is walking with weights on your feet. Yes. <laughs> yeah, on your feet. Yes. So much true. Or so on your ankles. True. That's yeah. way overrated. Yeah. That's not good for your joints. Please right. do not no. do that. Yeah, I agree. What's y'all's opinion on rucking? Because rucking is really popular right I was, now. I was about to comment. I think, uh, not necessarily rucking, but uh, weighted vest while walking, yeah. I think is good, um, yeah. which is equivalent to a rucking, and yeah. I would think. Yeah. Um, but those guys are in shape, man. Yeah, they're, they are. They're walking inclines up. Uphills and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so for around. the um, uneducated person in the room, what is the rucking? And maybe our listeners are with me on this. I don't know what that right. is. Oh, it's just it's hiking with weighted backpacks, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you can literally just get a regular backpack. I mean, they have rucking backpacks, but mm-hmm. just isn't that what hiking is? <laughs> you pile all your water in the st- in the back. But, and I think that's a lot, it's a good training tool for people that go on like these big elk hunts and yeah, stuff sure. where they go, you know, they're going to hike out for three, you know, three or four miles up a hill. Yeah, right. Like they got to be able to carry everything they kill back yeah, down. For sure. And I think it's a training tool that they use. And okay. then, and then people just fell in love with it because mm-hmm. it's like, that's a great functional way to get, yeah. just, get stronger. My brother just got back a couple of weeks ago from a, like a four day hiking trip in the Smoky Mountains. Mm. 
and he was telling, I mean, he did a little bit of, of weighted kind of hiking, but he said the worst part was not uphill, but downhill. Yeah. He said his knees were miserable after that, after hiking back down. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're constantly decelerating yourself. Trying not to forces. Yeah, you're fighting gravity the whole way. Yeah. yeah. Literally. <laughs> I was like, you should have just tucked and rolled. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay. So walking, where walking. does it, walking, does it get a, a underrated score? It's underrated. Um, walking is absolutely underrated. Yeah, okay. for sure. All right. And in a, in a weight loss plan, maintaining your steps is a crucial point. Um, while we're talking about carries uh, or you know rucking, weighted carries are extremely underrated. One of my all-time favorite things to do. So there's a couple different variations of this. Like farmers walks, probably the most popular one that people don't do enough of. Literally picking up a weight or two weights, dumbbells, and walking. Or you can do it with a hex bar, or they have, you know, or yokes, stuff like that, where it's literally just weighted walking. And you go heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it too. And you can really figure out your work capacity and mm-hmm. your, your workload for. Yes. And it works really well for a fighter who's, you know, they're training for a three round fight. You can, you can go through a three round carry and your body's, it's getting a full workout, full body sure. workout, just carrying that weight. Very good for the core too. Mm-hmm. So for people that are not in the gym or at home, and they're like, I don't think I can do weighted carries. Oh, how about move the water hose around the house? Right. Um, yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. literally. Yeah. No, 100. Um, percent Something, right. something like that that you can just do functionally. Right. And you say, well, instead of um, rolling it up on the side of the house where it where the little holder is, yep. put it in your arm and roll it up. Right. That's <laughs> a workout, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Or- it, Especially, you got a 75-foot water hose, man. It gets heavy at the it end. Does, it does. I mean, grab a wheelbarrow and fill it up with dirt. Roll, carry that around. Yes, sir. And come to my house. I have a pot. I, got I a have spot. a spot. You got a hole for I it. got a spot for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, go ahead. I, uh, one thing I put my fighters through is we carry each other. Oh, know? really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Double leg takedown. You pick them up, put them over your shoulder, and you got to walk to the end of the mat they and then you put them down and they got to do it to you back wow they're gonna hate me <laughs> yeah so you've tried to find somebody your size okay good you know yeah is uh, there so is their face just like hitting your butt every time you take a no, step no 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 i mean your the their head is like mid back oh, okay it's, it's, <laughs> this is a fireman carry yeah it's a fireman carry that's cool um i like single loaded or single side loaded carries mm. um so you can either do i love doing it with a kettlebell with a heavy kettlebell either doing it in a racked position where i'm holding it in my chest or doing an overhead carry where i'm carrying it above my head mm. or you can do a double overhead carry but those are so good for shoulder stability once again maximizing the core activation uh very very underrated exercise yeah i'd agree cool this is a lot of fun i know but um you know here's the thing um if you don't know what these exercises are, because we've been throwing a lot of verbiage around, and so yeah, for some some of our listeners, they know exactly what we're talking about and have done so much of this. If you haven't, don't let it frighten you or startle you. Just go do a little research, do a little homework, ask yeah. Joe a question. You yeah. know, uh, send it to us on on social media. Yeah, We'd love sure. to answer your questions. Um, say, hey, what is that? How do I do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you said I probably am doing it wrong. You know, let us. Show, you know, shoot yeah. a video of yourself and, yeah. and send it in. That's what our Let Facebook forum is too. Check your Facebook. form. Uh, check your form Friday or something. Who knows? Yeah, right. um, mm-hmm. So uh, it'd be fun to do that with you guys and Absolutely. see what's going on with your overrated and underrated exercises. Not none of these exercises, I should say, are um, are bad in their place. None of them have uh, 
any exponential power over the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of opinion for most of it. But some, but still, make sure and get your uh, good lifts in, get your good technique in. Right. And um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to do. Try all of these things. Just go try them. Well, right. I, th- I think one thing you can do to uh, make sure you're not doing it wrong is, is to get a program. You know, there's there's plenty of free programs online to, to go check out and do, um, and then a lot of them have little tutorials on form, you know, and right. you, and you can just straight up figure out a, a six week, eight week program, um, what look at watch a tutorial on each one of the movements, and a lot of times that's where how I found out a whole bunch of workouts, you know, like uh, uh, Zercher squats for instance. Like I never knew what that was until I read it on a program. I was like, what is that? Right. YouTube it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I could do that. It's just a squat. Yeah. You know, or you can uh, hire me as a coach. <clears throat> yeah, you can do that as well. Yes, and reap the benefits yeah, if instantly. Local. Yeah, if and you're local. Yeah, if you're local, and yeah, I guess you can do no, the video I, too. Oh yeah, huh? I do. I do. Dang, I do virtual people all the time, man. That's look cool. And that's Tyson, cool. Tyson, and I are actually going to start working on building a program. That's true. That's true. That's that is to come. We'll see. Yeah, just I a little you. teaser there. Well, let me throw one more one more thing at you guys before we finish. Okay. Um, uh, we're talking about overrated and underrated things, and I want to give you something that I heard from a guy that some people have probably heard of. His name is Francis Chan. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, he said this. Uh, it was at a something he was speaking at a few years ago, and he said this about one of the things that we value too much is okay. is our thoughts. Yes. Have you seen that? I did. Okay. And our and thoughts I, and opinions. Right? And I thought this would fit perfectly in it's Isaiah 55, 9. Um, basically, uh, God says that his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. And I think one of the things that we do too often is put a, we overvalue, we overrate our own thoughts. Mm, yeah. And um, And I thought as... I would give credit to Francis Chan because he was the one that said that, and yeah. I, it resonated with me. And I mm-hmm. thought I'll just throw that in there today because we're talking about overrated and underrated things. Yeah, and I think we undervalue sometimes the the still small voice of God that comes right. to us. Right. So, no, I love that. I, I saw that video too on on uh, I think was it Instagram maybe or I saw it floating around yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so true, man. Like you can tell when someone is i guess we can call it of the world uh whenever they're valuing valuing their own thoughts and opinions mm. over what the bible says you know yeah. yeah and it's it's a it's hard for it's hard to to talk to people about that sometimes because yeah. if that's all they've got you know if all you've got is your thoughts then it's going to be hard for me to convince you that there's another there's God's ways are higher than your high, you know, higher than your ways, right. and and His thoughts are not your thoughts, and it's a tough road, you know. That's really, it's very, it's a very tough road because just like some of these things that we do in our workouts, some of them are tougher than others, and some of the things that we hear in Scripture are tougher to digest True. than others, and so um, it's just natural for us to focus on ourselves, natural for us to focus on our own thoughts yeah. and our own ways, and so. That's the carnal man inside of everybody. See, I like that. Right. I like that. I guess um, valuing your own opinion over over others is dangerous in a way. And I guess it would you you almost have to kind of break yourself down a little bit and trust trust someone else's opinion to be able to even take their advice, right? Yeah. So, and I'm sure that that falls into your world quite a bit. It 
It does certainly, and so and and that's why people that usually end up in my office or in a conversation with me, uh, some typically whenever they're ready to receive it, mm-hmm. they are broken down. Sure. <laughs> does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just kind of like if if a fighter came to you and he's like. I've I've lost the last 14 matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need some help. You know, he's going to come to somebody that he feels like he's going to value their opinion. Sure. Right. And so he'll come to you cuz you know, yeah. your fighters win. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, congratulations to Sky Ritchie. That's right. He won his fight um, last Friday, second round rear naked choke. Super proud of him. He worked his tail off for it, guys. Like I'm telling you, he put in the work. He earned it. So he had a good coach too. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Kudos to you. If you're interested in that, Tyson would love to have you as a client, I'm sure. Right, right. You've got a lot of free time. (laughs) Yeah, so much free time. (laughs) So much. Well, you know, not to, I guess, I guess. I'll go ahead and break it now, though. I'm actually opening up a gym here in Jacksboro, yeah. uh, mixed martial arts gym. Um, we're hoping maybe next month, which this podcast is like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, we're a few weeks ahead. Yeah, yeah a few weeks ahead. So maybe it'll be coming out soon. Yeah, it'll be whenever, perfect timing. Whenever. So uh, if you're interested in learning some martial arts, um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, kickboxing, um, strength and conditioning, you know, these type of things. If you're a hobbyist, uh, just want to learn about the, you know how to defend yourself, any of that stuff. Yeah, come check us out. We're uh, called Ronin Style Striking and Grappling. Sweet. Yeah. Wow. Whenever he opens, we're going to do a live podcast at at the gym. at the gym. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. And then I'm going to see if Tyson can carry me carry me across the room. <laughs> and when he puts me down, I'll pick him up and carry him yeah. back. <laughs> I'm, I'm confident I can. Actually, I know you can. <laughs> I know you can. I I would probably hurt you because I don't. I yeah. can't hold myself up there <laughs> that's probably what would happen um well cool Good stuff well i'm glad that you're doing that i'm proud of you and proud of for you and well, so you. oh yeah you know what guys uh i drew some names of the reviews ah, yes that we got and i wrote down the username of the person that gave us that review so let me pull it up i should have thought about this earlier um the review that i picked and i'll read it do 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 do. Yeah, it All probably right. has something to do with Joe, and that's why. Yeah, I it said it. Joe is the most handsome of the hosts. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, the username is Topovs, so T O P O V S, and I loved it, and uh, it's actually really good. So she said, fi- I don't know why I said she. She or he said, finally a fitness podcast that doesn't have a ton of swearing and prideful discussions, just solid, respectful content. So thank you so much for that review. If that is you, reach out to us on any of our socials, or you can email us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com and send me your t-shirt size and your shipping address, and I will send that shirt out to you. Thank you for that review. Keep sharing us on the podcast, and you guys have anything else? Ah, just much, no. much love. Appreciate everybody's support. Yeah. That's right. It's been a lot of fun. The, our podcast is probably uh, underrated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we need your help. Yes. Your help. <laughs> you know, and I really think we're a 10. Uh, well she just said that person just said something about not (laughs) being prideful and not (laughs) just ruined it but well she can't remember a review so he or she i don't know why i keep saying that. yeah why do you have this in your head i don't know i'm offended (laughs) i'm offended right now oh my goodness they (laughs) please do not please do not i should have ended this episode a long time ago probably so maybe so well thank you guys for joining us today if you're still with us we appreciate your support and uh, we look forward to bringing you more content in the very near future for sure all right peace out everybody see ya
Thanks for listening to the Progressive Overload Podcast. We're honored to be a small part of your day. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or are interested in sponsoring our efforts, please feel free to reach out via email. Find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops. And as always, you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives.